Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team, Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. All right, welcome everybody back to Chairgating. We've been gone for a little while, but we're back better than ever. Isn't that right, Jay? Oh yeah, for sure, better than ever. Yep, we're still alive. So just just in case anybody was curious about that, we are still alive, and uh, we're back doing the show. Uh, let's just jump right into it. Hello, come right in. Rock, flag, and eagle. Alright, so like I said, we've been gone for, what was it, like two weeks ago you left and I had to do half the episode by myself and then last week we had a bit of a family emergency so we didn't get to do one then. So yeah, we've been gone for a little while. Yeah, um, actually I'm just a robot now. Like this is just, uh, it's like Ex Machina where (laughs) this is just, it's just a computer simulation of my voice. Um, That's why I've been gone for so long. The computer's just been getting up and running. Right, and that's um, just how intelligent I am, that I created an ex machina computer voice. So if you notice any differences, that's it's just glitches in the system. Yeah. But it should be it should be about perfect in a few weeks once the beta gets uh, all patched up. Right, just like uh, Star Wars. I think so, yeah. Battlefront 2. I yeah. know there's, this is a sports podcast. I won't go into how pissed off. If you want to know how pissed, how I feel about Battlefront 2, just follow our Twitter. The Chariot and Twitter? Yeah, I've been using it to... Uh, to talk shit about to further your platform well yeah because i get more retweets on the the chairgate and twitter we have like three like almost four thousand followers now so i don't understand that i gotta spread the message what's your beef with it then oh you don't you haven't been keeping up with this i have but i don't see why everybody's so frustrated okay so if you were a big fan of the first one like i was you already had a disappointment with the paid for dlc pretty much have to spend like $120, I think, roughly, to get the full game experience. I didn't do that because I'm cheap, but I enjoyed the game nevertheless. I still play it. Uh, Very excited about the new one coming out, and then they promised no more paid-for DLC. We were all very excited about that. 
But instead, what they did is these microtransactions where they make you pay to pretty much win the game, to continue playing, kind of like those uh, freemium apps games. They've taken that same model and put it into a $60 or $80 game on your PlayStation. They make you pay? Not really. So what happens is people have been showing the difference. Like, you don't have to pay to get Darth Vader. But if you want to get Darth Vader, you just the amount of time it would take, you would watch all the Star Wars movies and all the Clone Wars episodes and still not spend enough time to get Darth Vader. You see what I'm saying? So, like, if you don't pay, then you'll be a step behind everybody else. It's kind of a steroid argument in MLB. If Yeah, it makes it more fun, but if you don't take the steroids, then you're not going to be as good as the next guy. So you don't have to pay, but if you're going to want to compete, if one guy pays, then he's going to be just way better than you because he paid, because he bought it. Yeah, I'm. I'm just gonna leave it at that. Uh, I'm. I'm not gonna try and get into an argument because I don't know pretty much anything about well, this. Well, I'm stuck on the. I'm. I'm boycotting currently. Uh, I've. I've been dying to get this game, and I still kind of want to play it, but I can't let EA get away with this bullshit. So I'm boycotting. So all of our last listeners. Time, last time I saw it, they they reduced it by like seventy five percent. Yeah. The requirements to get Darth Vader. So yeah. I think they've actually. Well, they are. They're listening, but no, the boycott is. Um, that we want it done. We we don't want any extra pay. Like when we buy the game, we want the full game. Come out with mm, another game if you want. I mean, that. That'd, be, that'd be nice, but I think that's a little that's a pipe dream. Well, I mean that's how video games have always been. It's just been no, a recent not, thing. Not since like the five past five years. I feel like. Mm. It's just going more and more towards that. All I'm saying is I would go back for the pay for DLC if this is the route they're going. Like I'd be happier paying an extra $60 for a DLC than having to pay microtransactions each time because that adds up being way more. They they Somebody did like a whole thing on Reddit about how much money you actually would spend if you got all the, the characters, and it was $2,100. Yeah, but that's kind of an unrealistic thing. Right, to, that's maxing out, but it's not that unrealistic. Because like, you, could, you could do that for any game. Uh, pretty much every game now has these add-ons. Um, I don't know why this game is getting so much attention. No, like not many other games have that like pay to play type thing. I'm pretty sure almost every single game has this. Well, apps it's, do. Other games have oh, never yeah. done this before. Yeah, you just look at the you just look at the market, the, the store, whatever your platform you're using, and there's always some kind of um, some kind of add-ons. Sometimes they're just apparel add-ons, but right. If it's the apparel or like stuff like that, I don't really care because that's just like you wanting to look cooler. In this game, it's like actually important. It's to unlock characters to be to win. So it's like it's if look if it's apparel, if it's gonna make your stormtrooper look a fucking pink, like I don't care. Sure, go for that. That's totally fine. But when you affect the gameplay uh, with having to pay, that's when it's just we draw the line. I'll never turn to the dark side. All right. Speaking about people who aren't willing to pay, um, how about? Arkansas firing their athletic director this week. How about that was a good uh, good turn into the next segment. That was really impressive. I just want to mm-hmm. give a shout out to you for that. <laughs> um, yeah. So what's going on with that? You give me the give us the rundown on that. From what I understand, Jeff Long uh, recently got fired. I think we were recording this on Wednesday. It either happened Wednesday morning or Tuesday afternoon, um, and that was when the news kind of broke. He, from what I understand, the Jeff Long has been a big supporter in and Brett Bielema as the head coach at Arkansas and that was kind of the, the main reason that Brett Bielema stayed head coach at Arkansas was was right. Jeff Long's support um, so I'm seeing that this is not good news for for Brett um, 
his kind of like his last lifeline was Jeff Long as AD, and now that he's gone, this is kind of like okay, now this is out of the way. We can go ahead and fire Brett. Yeah, move so, on with next so head coach. What what we should do right now is we're just gonna do the whole coaches topic. We're gonna get them all out of the way right now, starting with Arkansas. Uh, I agree. I think that means that he's gone. It's kind of like what you said um, about how Edo's tied into LSU with the AD. And to get rid of Edo, you kind of have to kind of get rid of the AD. I think that's what Arkansas just did. And and Gus Malzahn at Auburn is in the same situation, I feel like, which is kind of weird to, to think. But, yeah. Well, Gus um, ain't going nowhere, baby. I've been saying that forever. Well, we can talk about him. Okay, we'll talk about him, too. Because, it's, actually, it's kind of related to this. I could, I could see him making a, a lateral move to Arkansas. Why would he do that? I just don't. I don't. Understand. I don't know, man. I just I feel like every everything I read and hear just talks about Gus Malzahn for some weird reason, and I feel like uh, I wouldn't be giving them much. Like I wouldn't listen to him if if it Don't weren't so many of them. Yeah, if it weren't so many right. people saying it. And yeah, it's, there's like it's gotta not be about some truth. Yeah, it's just kind of like a stale feeling. It's similar to uh, Jimbo Fisher, although. The three wins or the four wins in Florida State right now makes that a little, a little yeah. different. <laughs> That's quite a bit. Even I figured after after Gus won, just killed Georgia this past weekend. Right. The the talk would be quiet, but I keep hearing it, and it's it's not like he's going to get fired. It's just kind of like they just want to separate ways. Um, and I I feel like I keep hearing uh his connection to Arkansas for some reason. So. I could see him not wanting to be in the state of Alabama anymore because just can you imagine your pretty much your entirety of your coaching career is having to coach as the rival school of Nick Saban? That sucks. Um, uh, so I could – I guess I could see him wanting to go somewhere else. I just don't understand why Arkansas. Yeah, me neither. And what recruits I haven't are you getting in Arkansas? That. Like I don't know. There's a lot of other good schools that Gus Malzahn I think could go to and – do really well, get great recruits. What about um, Gus Malzahn? Since he's born in Texas, what if he goes to Texas A&M? Better yet, what if he goes to Houston? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no, that's it. That's a good example. It's just if I'm Gus Malzahn and I'm leaving Auburn, I'm leaving the SEC, or at least I'm leaving the SEC West. I guess it's just because he played at Arkansas um, oh, for okay. for a, like a season or two. Well, now also- I, now I look stupid. You should have started with that. <laughs> He coached there pretty much uh, throughout his... Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Entire career, he co- uh, he coached in like high school system in Arkansas, and then he was the um, offensive coordinator at Arkansas for a year. Okay, well that's totally um, different. And then and read then he coached fu- at Arkansas read, State. Say this shit before I start saying my opinion. Yeah. Well, I didn't think about this until right now. Okay, well, okay, so that actually that adds up then. If he's like from Arkansas and he wants to go back home to end his career, that type of stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. It's like the LeBron I, going back to Cleveland. You know, he wants yeah. to like be home to end finish up his career. So I guess that leads us to there's I feel like there's this large pool of coaches that I keep hearing in all these searches, and then there's this group of SEC teams that are going to need coaches, and I feel like it's going to be some combination of these this pool of candidates that goes to these schools, 
it's just hard to tell which ones. Right, because now is not a good time to need a coach, especially if you're in the SEC. Now is not a good time because everybody else is looking for a coach. Um, I mean, I heard Gruden's not even going to take the job in Tennessee. No, but I just saw some tweet. Someone screen, screenshotted a tweet. I guess it was some Tennessee reporter um, that – Rumors are going around. I guess groomers are going around Ooh, that nice. he's he's talking to uh, some of his season. he's talking to some of his buddies or colleagues, I guess, about their willingness to join him on the staff at Tennessee. Um, eh. I feel like that that's just him trolling. Yeah, because I'm didn't he like come out and say he just wasn't interested? I haven't seen that, but it just makes zero sense to me why he would want to. I don't know. I guess I don't know what I was reading, but I read that he just wasn't interested in the job. So that would be that's hilarious. Just, that's that, just common sense. Like I just think that's hilarious. They're like he makes they got rid of Butch. They're like, okay, we got bigger and better things. We've been talking about getting Gruden, and then they the, Gruden's over here like you didn't even ask my fucking opinion. Like, yeah, yeah. Like I don't want to go to your school. I don't know why you think I'm destined for your school. So that would be great if Gruden didn't go. It'd be even funnier if he went to like Florida. Yeah, well, I mean, I'd rather go to Florida than I'd coach at tennessee right florida right now is the best job that's, yeah out that's of every by school, far the best job i think if you ranked them it's probably florida tennessee then ole miss, miss arkansas i don't know about those two back to back i'm sure i yeah i'd probably ole miss over arkansas yeah it, and then, that one's uh, hard to depending change. on if it's if they get another bull band then it's arkansas for sure right but, if but it's, they're both if in they, the sec west they're both kind of like middle tier sec west schools yeah, probably Ole Miss just because I think you might be a little bit closer to some more talent. But Arkansas yeah, the team can get is definitely that, more talented right now. But Arkansas can get that North Texas uh, talent, like Northeast Texas, like uh, Longview and Tyler. So and I then don't know. and then the thing about this is um, is that if Dan Mullen gets hired to one of these schools, let's say it's Florida or Tennessee, then that also opens up the Mississippi State job, and then right. it just this dance keeps it's, right. it's continues all the way down. Yeah, so pretty much. You know who you know who actually wins this the best this whole situation where all these schools are looking for new coaches especially in the SEC. You know what school is going to win the most? Uh, every other SEC school? No, UTEP. How's uh, UTEP oh, just has to sit back and wait, baby. There's going to be because, coaches yeah. that need jobs, and they got a program that needs a coach. They'll let, they'll let everything shuffle around, and exactly. then they'll kind of just. Just, Wait for something to follow him. If I'm UTEP, I'm sitting back and waiting, just comfy. You got that interim coach. Just see what happens this season. You know? All these coaches are going to, because let's just say, you know. Let's say Kevin Sumlin is out at Texas A&M, and then at the end of the day, he's looking for a job. UTEP's like, hey. Butch Jones. Yeah. McElwain. I mean, it's like hey, hey, SEC look- level coaches right now that, yeah, so it's. I don't know. I, think I feel he, like McElwain's. I think McElwain's going to go take the Oregon State job. I think he's heading back up west. I think he was never meant to to coach down in Florida. Right. Um, speaking of this whole coaching thing, I actually created a song that I'm going to play at the end of this one with me singing. I'm on vocals for it. Uh, the vocals are pretty rough, so just a heads up, a fair warning. The vocals Did are you record rough. Record it, or are you going to be singing it live? No, I recorded it. I recorded okay. it uh, during because I wanted to listen to the music while I was singing it because it's kind of hard to do that as you know. So I, I I did it before we started recording just so it'd be easier for me to do that. All um, right, so let's. Well, hold on. Let me explain the song to you because you you don't get to hear it until you listen. 
Um, I was tweeting about Creed earlier today, and some OU Boomer Sooner account was like, "Are you serious?" Because I was just saying how like good Creed is and how people just talk shit because it sounds like um, Nickelback. But I was like, Nickelback, they were before Nickelback. You know, like there's no reason to talk shit about Creed. That's a great man. Um, and yeah, his comment was kind of like pissed me off because I was like, "What do you mean? Are you serious? Of course I'm serious. Creed's great." So I decided to do a um, parody on with arms wide open and it's with jobs wide open and it's all about uh, the coaching job search funny it's pretty clever uh, the lyrics are fucking great um, I mentioned you know McElwain I mentioned the naked shark incident uh, it's good it's good so mm-hmm. I'll put it at the very end of the episode uh, everybody can listen to it all right, so I'm just gonna run down the list of SEC schools that need that need a coach, and um, tell me who you think should be on the short list. Okay. So I guess we'll just start with Florida because that'll be the first to kind of get their pick. Like who they who they should hire. Yeah, yeah like maybe Scott who 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 they should hire, Scott and then Frost. who you think they probably will hire. Scott Frost. I think yeah, I think Scott Frost is probably <laughs> the name. Yeah, I mean, I think come they're on. they're going after Chip Kelly. That would be like a cool cool hire. Not sure if he wants to do that. Right. But I think Scott Frost is kind of everybody's favorite right now. And unless yeah, he really wants to go back to Nebraska. Right. That's I true mean, that's because Nebraska is going to need another coach too. So it's kind of – coaches like Charlie Strong and Scott Frost right now are sitting pretty as fuck. Mm-hmm. They're just sitting and waiting because it's kind of like Tom Herman last year. You can just sit around and wait for all the – all the great offers to come to you. It's hilarious that just a year ago, Charlie Strong was fired by Texas, and now he'll probably get a few offers or at least talk to you. SEC offers, yeah. Right, yeah, which is, I mean, you know, no offense to UT. Actually, full offense to UT. I've always been offensive to UT. Uh, the SEC is way better to coach there, so, yeah. Uh, and then Tennessee, Tennessee? Who, do you, who do you think? See, like we were saying earlier, I mean, that's a tough, that's a tough gig to take as a coach. You got to know what you're getting into. Um, kind of reminds me of like Matt Rule taking that Baylor job. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was kind of like, "Is that a good idea, man? Like you're you're doing great things at Temple, and he just walked into the shitty situation, and now look at their team. So it's kind of yeah. like it's something similar. The difference is Baylor is more like a cult following, and I think they'll stick behind you even if you don't win because like if you're like Christian enough. Yeah, definitely. They'll be like, you know what? It's okay. Like, God will let him win eventually. I am living for the Lord. Hallelujah. In Tennessee, it's a little bit different. It's more like Texas, where if you don't win immediately, you're gone. Mm-hmm. So, I'm not saying that the Tennessee team is in as bad a shape as Baylor was, but they're going to expect a shit ton more. Like, if they, yeah. hire, if they hire a new young coach from a G5 school, and he loses every single game or w- wins one against... Kansas, he'd be fired that same fucking year. Yeah. So, yeah, it's... I don't know who would want that job. I think they they really need to go after Dan Mullen. That should be their... I think that's their number one target. That should be their number one target. Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. Because he's proven that he can win in the SEC and recruit SEC talent to the middle of fucking nowhere. So. Well, he doesn't even... I mean, he, he recruits decent, but very subpar in the SEC, and he consistently gets nine-win seasons. Yeah, he just builds a good team, I think. He just, he yeah, he just uh, he just develops his talent so well. And, right. I mean, he could bring, he 
he's proven throughout his entire coaching career that he can develop quarterbacks, which is such a valuable skill as a as a coach. Um, and then I think they'd be stupid also not to go after Mike Norvell from Memphis. Uh, yeah. I think there might be some pride in there. You know, Tennessee might not want to go after a Memphis coach. They think that that's like their little brother in the state, and they don't want to. Yeah, but then if that's the if that's the situation, then Florida wouldn't be going after Scott. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Not Frost. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess Florida and UCF have a different relationship than than Tennessee and Memphis, probably. That's true. I think so too. Um, yeah, those are all good picks. Pretty much, pretty much any coach that's winning right now in the American Conference is on the short list. For sure. Yeah. That's just um, how it always is. That's how it's always going to be. And I then think, like a few Mountain West schools, maybe like um, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Bobo, Mike, Bo- no, he's probably not there yet. Yeah, um, and then I guess that gets to Ole Miss because Mike Bobo is, I know, one of the names that's been mentioned in that search. Uh, but I've, I've been putting a lot of thought of this. Um, if you'd asked me a month ago, I would have said Frank Wilson and probably would have stopped right there. <laughs> yeah, that's, but that was not a good one. They, I mean, because he's just got so many close ties to New Orleans and blah, 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 he's been winning. Not but not. That's, that's changed and as they're now sitting at 5-5. Five and five, um crazy how much a month can can do to your stock but well what about I, what about norvell to Ole Miss? so that was i i'm, I'm thinking those are probably the two favorites uh, along like for for Ole Miss fans the the administration it seems like it's charlie strong and mike norvell i think um Ole Miss fans in general would be happy with either of those coaches yeah norvell would be great i mean that's right down the road so mm-hmm. and he can clearly yeah. win uh just not against houston there, well, he yeah. can. He can beat Houston. Just well, when Applewhite's coaching. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's that's a good point. I mean, and then, like you said, there's going to be a couple more openings, like Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nebraska. I don't even have a clue up there. Uh, I feel like Oregon State's I, about to open up, but yeah. like, like you said, McElwain will probably take that. So I, I just have a feeling. Yeah, he's from he's from that area, um, and he just needs a job. Yeah, and Oregon yeah, State yeah. just needs a fucking coach. So, yeah, and then it'll be interesting to see what the smaller schools, um, you know, the the UTEPs, the Georgia Southerns, Rice, what they'll be doing. Yeah, yeah, all those all those uh, teams need new coaches. So, honestly, Ole Miss is going to be out of a head coach and two uh, two coordinators pretty soon. And I know their offensive coordinator has at least proven himself. I wouldn't be surprised if if he gets a position somewhere. Mm. Yeah, just when they when point. they when they change when they change head coaches, I'm, I'm assuming they're probably going to change most coaches. If I'm an up and coming coach right now, 
I would want to coach like like a coordinator at like a fucking D2 school, right? Up and coming by literally like I'm starting out my career, but I'm doing well. I would want to take the UTEP job. That's a lot to prove. Yeah, I know, but it, it I just imagine myself like Matthew McConaughey and We Are Marshall, where he takes mm-hmm. just like a broken program and he's like, he's just like, all right, all right, all right, I think I can fix this thing. It'd be a lot cooler if I did. And then mm-hmm. like you just come in and win, and then you're like the best coach of all time. Yeah, and then, like you said, you just become the greatest coach of all time, and you get a statue built and inducted to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, and then you go and like to take take the Auburn job and beat Nick Saban. I was about to say, would you just stay loyal to your program? No. The, the program that gave you the, the first opportunity? No, it's UTEP. I got you. I think they would understand. Mm-hmm. If it's like Memphis or, you know, a bigger G5, like it depends. But UTEP, like even UTEP would be like, yeah, dude, you need to leave. Like what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> and yeah, that's... We don't want to be here. I've, I've been, I've been uh, listening to a lot lately about, about this whole coaching thing. And... Um, and it, particularly about the Ole Miss situation, uh, and I guess fans are worried about uh, a coach, like a young coach, coming in and and then leaving in a few years to a bigger program. What bigger program would he leave to? Well, that's that's the thing. It's if that happens, and and some coach comes in and goes to like Ohio State or Clemson or some bigger program, that's a good thing. That means that they that came means, in and they were and had, undefeated. Like exactly, exactly. So <laughs> I feel like. Fans can have some irrational fear sometimes. Look, um, take it from a guy. So it's, it's not that, the worst thing to be the stepping program sometimes because right. that usually means that they did good things. Right. Take it from a guy that graduated from a stepping program. You get pissed off and you irrationally hire somebody that probably shouldn't have got the job. But because of those coaches that left you, you are where you are. You know. And that they usually leave you in a good position. Yeah. Right. Because they, well, they recruited well. Herman stole all our, our recruits, so I guess. Not all I'm really, saying but. is, if Houston made a better hire at head coach, they would be in a great position right now. We'd be undefeated. I fully believe with with Lincoln Riley. I fully believe we'd be undefeated. Um, Unless y'all played Syracuse. <laughs> what? Oh, I Iowa State. Iowa State. Sorry, that was <laughs> Clemson lost to Syracuse. Yeah, you're thinking of Iowa State, right? But we didn't play Iowa State this year, so that we would have been undefeated. Yeah, no, just um, it's not a bad move, and I agree with you. You're not a G5 school. If your coach is going to leave somewhere, he's going to leave to a place where they're going to contend for a national championship. So that's a great mm-hmm. thing. Like, you should be happy to have a coach at that level. Yeah, so I don't think hiring this young coach, it should, it shouldn't, that fear is irrational. Um, right. When you're, worry, in the S- when you're in the SEC, that really shouldn't be a concern for you. If you're in the American, that's your, literally your only concern. You actually <laughs> should expect that to happen. Yeah, yeah. If, if your coach doesn't, get taken by a better school, by a P5 school, then you should fire him because he clearly isn't doing his job right. That is true. Strange world. Are you, you're drinking something right now? Because I am I took uh, my girlfriend's um, Sonic mint smoothie out of the freezer, and this entire time we've been recording, so like 20 minutes, uh, this thing's still fucking frozen. I still can't drink it. No, nah, I've just been drinking this water bottle. It's almost empty. Well, you know what I'm talking about, though, right? This milkshake bullshit when it's like... Yeah, that's why you freezer. just don't stick in the freezer. You just put it in the fridge, right? Or well, would that melt? Yeah, it'd melt because it was from last night. And she, I, I think she was trying to save it, but I'm trying to steal it from her. She'll be fucking home. She gets off work in like two hours. She'll probably be home before this thing even thaws out. While we're on this whole college, one more thing, unless we're trying to move on. No, um, no. This name Brett Venables, you know, the defensive coordinator at Clemson. Okay. 
I feel like he kind of like he gets mentioned very lightly. Yeah, he's he he's young. He's forty six. He just coaches one of the greatest defenses year to year. Yep. Um, and it's gonna be cool to see in a few years when um when Bill Snyder retires because I didn't realize Brett Venables uh, played at Kansas State and he's he's born in Kansas, coached at Kansas State before he came to Oklahoma Clemson. So I feel like he's the perfect fit to go replace Bill Snyder. Um, once he inevitably dies on the football field. <laughs> right, he's just going to die on the football field. Um, That'd be and, cool, because I, I, I hadn't really thought about Kansas State after Bill Snyder, but I feel like he's the perfect fit. He's just kind of waiting for that position. You know what would be really, really badass? What? Is if Kansas stole him real quick. That'd be so cool. That if would be like, a good move, like a good like rivalry Like, we see Bill move. Snyder retiring, and, like, next year, let's let's go ahead and just offer him $2 million. Yep. That's not much of a raise from Clemson's <laughs> defense coordinator, but... <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, and then a, and then he coaches at Kansas and he brings him up to like a nine win program and then he leaves to Kansas State. Ooh, yeah, that's it. That's good. And then, yeah, and then they resurrect Bill Snyder from the dead, and then he coaches and then they have the best battle of all time. And Bill Snyder goes to Kansas. Yeah, like they yeah. resurrect him like a zombie, but he can coach. Instead of eating brains, he wants to coach football. Yeah, so that's our twenty twenty five prediction. Okay. I think that's pretty good, actually. I think that actually would make a pretty good movie. DC would probably pick that up. If nothing else, Netflix would make that a movie for us. I wonder who the coaches in the Big 12 are going to be in eight years. Well, the Big 12 won't be around in eight years. Okay, well, the schools in the Big 12. I bet Lincoln Riley would probably still be coaching Oklahoma. You don't would, leave Oklahoma. Guess. Yeah, that's that's a sweet gig. At yeah, unless he just, something too, goes terrible. Like, um, yeah, unless he gets fired. He's not leaving willingly. <laughs> guessing coaches eight years from now all right that's you start looking at like you start looking at graduate assistants <laughs> that's, that's gonna be our segment next week we're gonna do a 10-year coach prediction who's gonna coach where in 10 years if we guess if we guess three i think that's a success, a success. yeah three out of every single fucking uh school that would be a I, I somehow guess like the the fresno state job <laughs> like yeah uh, chris mccaffrey he's gonna be head coach <laughs> this guy that's a uh, head coach at this pretty pretty decent high school in arizona i think he's probably gonna in 10 years be the head coach of fresno yeah i see the writing on the wall <laughs> all right cool so uh... um this is a note on the tennessee job the the running back john kelly i guess this is i don't actually have the article in front of me but this is just the reddit headline it says tailback john kelly on one characteristic he was, he's looking for in tennessee's next head coach and it's honesty Oh, so, direct shot at Butch. Damn, that's yeah. ruthless. Damn. Okay, so I think that's that's coaching. That just we got we got all the coaching out, which was nice. We didn't have to do the recap of last week, so we got to spend like an hour on coaching, which is what I've just always wanted to do. Um, moving on, I wrote a badass blog about why college football playoff hates the G5. Not really why they hate them, just they do hate them. They hate any G5 school. That's a fact, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't, like, dive into the psyche of why. Um, I mean, maybe the committee was, like, abused by their mothers. and I don't know. Well, that's for another day. But I wrote a blog about kind of, like, how the G5 can take a stand against this. Everybody should go read this article. It's really fucking great on uh, chairgating.wixsite.com. 
But to kind of run through the gist of it, I have two options. One is G5 only bowls, where essentially the best G5 schools just play against each other in bowl games um, and refuse to just be like the filler games for the P5. And the second option is a G5 playoff system. Now, this thing's badass. I set it up um, to where essentially the Mountain West and the American are clearly the two best uh, G5 conferences by like quite a bit, I would say, when it comes to like terms of like depth and competition. So each of those two conferences get four spots each. By the way, there's a 16 team, uh, 16 slot playoff system. Um, so four from the American, four from the Mountain West, right? The two best from each division. And then there's two teams from Conference USA, the MAC, and the Sun Belt, the two best in those. And then there's two wildcard spots, which are reserved for the MAC, the Sun Belt, or the Conference USA, because there's already four from the American or the Mountain West. So it's pretty sweet. I got it set up to where um, if the season ended today, this is how it would be laid out. While standings in your division, um, you know, are what qualify you to be in the playoffs, it would be a committee that ranks them. So your ranking doesn't isn't determined by like where your standing were was in the in the in your division in your conference. So number one would be UCF playing wildcard App State. And then number two USF playing wildcard Northern Illinois. So far so good, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, number three Boise State playing number fourteen Georgia State. Uh, number four, Memphis, playing number 13, Toledo. Number five, Fresno State, playing number 12, Troy. Number six, Wyoming, playing number 11, UNT. Number seven, SDSU, playing number 10, Ohio. Number eight, Houston, playing number nine, FAU. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I mean, I'm looking at it right now. So then you just – these scores next to it are – our predictions. Oh, that's just for fun, yeah. Because I, I like found this website where you can make brackets, and then they're like, "Do you want to like continue this bracket?" And I was like, "Well, fuck yeah!" So that's just like my prediction of like how that playoff would go. That's not really like anything to do with it. But. Well, I think, um, I think App State would upset UCF in round one. Oh, <laughs> okay, all right. I got a few uh, round one upsets. Um, UNT upsetting Wyoming. Uh, what else? Ohio upsetting San Diego. I think that's it. Yeah, it looks like it's it. Yeah. It's pretty good, though. U- UCF versus Boise State in the G5 championship game. That'd be pretty fun. Boise State's been hot. Exactly. So, you know, just throwing out that idea. Um, it's not the worst idea, but it's far from the best. Right. That, and I literally open up that saying that. I'm like... I warn you, although genius, what you're about to read is a pretty terrible idea. So I do like warn everybody that's about to read that it's actually not a good idea at all, and it would never work. But I mentioned also, like if these D2 schools or FCS schools or whatever the fuck they're called, if they can pull it off, it would be like a better version of that. And like I'm little- not all for playoff uh, renovation, but I'm not completely against the 16 playoff, where it's the the. The top two seeds would have a bye, and then the three would play the six, and the four play the five. If that it, might be the best. That might be the best way to expand it. If it's sixteen teams, though, there's no bye. No, no, no six, six, six teams. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah. I was like, the sixteen was just me stretching it out. Sorry, no, I, I'm I'm just speaking about 
everybody wants to reform the the current playoff to d- go to eight teams. I don't think that's. I don't know if I like that. Yeah, but can you really give a team a buy? Like, isn't that kind of like unfair? Well, I just think that's the that's the reward for getting the number one or number two seed. Okay. Well, I, I I like the the fourteen playoff. I don't I don't I don't think it's a bad thing. I think the the four teams and the five power five conferences is actually a cool thing because it provides this kind of debate every year. Like, there's not always going to be a perfect year. But wouldn't you enjoy having? I know five teams doesn't make sense, but just like the best team from each conference having to play against each other. Uh, maybe aesthetically, but. On a team, on a year where the best, um, the best Big 12, uh, Twelve team, let's say, is like a a nine win Oklahoma. Well, no, good, I, I don't want to. A good example is Washington right now in the Pat. Yeah, and then exactly. So it's it sounds good on paper, but there's gonna be a lot of years where two, maybe even three teams in one conference are better than the best in another conference. Uh, and I just. I don't know. I don't, I don't think that's the best way to do it. Yeah, I just still feel like four is just not enough. I just can't. Four is not enough. I would rather, like, the whole season just be, like, shortened to have a longer playoff. Like, that. That's four's... that's my thing. If, if you're going to shorten the season, go for it. I just don't like adding on so many games because I don't think the players are going to like that. I, I get that. I, I could see taking off a week, at least one week of the regular season to extend this. I think but then people, that means that means that the, okay all that. the schools that didn't go to the playoff are also playing one less game, and that's I don't know that's kind of unfair. Well, life's not fair. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's different when when people's money's on the line because they have to get more footage in their draft stock, and I don't know. I just it's it's not as easy as just adding an extra game. Okay, then why don't we just do my thing where? Since a G5 is never going to be able to go to a playoff anyway, we just have a G5 only playoff. Because I want to see these bowl games where Houston is playing Vanderbilt and when San Diego State's playing Florida or whatever the matchup was. I okay. like seeing those at the end of the year. Okay, so let's have a uh, sub playoff where the lesser schools have their own playoff. This would be the year to do it with all the like second tier teams. Right, it's a second tier playoff system. Because, like you said, that would be fun to watch. Um, speaking of which, have you looked at any bowl projections? Yeah, I've I've been looking mainly just at, at states' bowl projections. I haven't really looked too deep into other teams. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm just really cheering for. They already have Texas like predicted in certain bowls, and that just really irritates me. So I'm really hoping they don't make that bowl game. Yeah, that is kind of interesting to see. Maybe they're putting them in with five wins. I don't know. No, they think they're going to get six wins. They're at five wins right now. Well, then I guess they're they're like half eligible. Right, because they uh, they there's two more games left. They are playing West Virginia this weekend, and then they're playing Texas Tech. I think they'll win one of those. Yeah, I just think it's bullshit for you to even start like projecting them and stuff though with with five wins. But I mean, that's what they're doing for a lot of the schools right now. Hmm. Glad I don't go to one of those schools. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm glad I I'm glad I went to a school that has five wins, but also is is uh, suspended. <laughs> 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> so there's no concern. <laughs> yeah, at least you don't even have to worry about what ballgame they might get to you. That's actually yeah. pretty nice. Enjoy that. <laughs> Um, do you have any Reddit here first? No, uh, I was kind of just scrolling through. Uh, I didn't see one that really stood out. Uh, I did notice that on this day three years ago, nine of the top twenty-five teams lost. So that was kind of a whoa chaos-filled week. So I hopefully that's some foreshadowing for quite the boring weekend ahead of us. Well, I think this last weekend was that. I'm just talking about in terms of exciting games this is probably the worst weekend of the year upcoming. Oh, yeah. No, because last weekend was for the excitement. Yeah. So the, the three years ago, Alabama beat number one, Mississippi State. Uh, Oregon State <laughs> upset so number six. Say. Number six, Arizona State. Oh, my God. Uh, number 15, Georgia beat number nine, Auburn. Um, number 14, Arizona. Oh, wait, no, they won. But that's still <laughs> that's weird. Yeah, that's number so 20, weird. Number 20, Wisconsin beat number 16, Nebraska. Um, number 17, LSU lost to Arkansas, which is unranked. Um, dang, there's so many upsets. Northwestern beat number 18, Notre Dame. Number 21, Duke lost to unranked Virginia Tech. Hell yeah. Let's go VTech. Uh, Texas A&M, ranked 24, lost to unranked Missouri. Nice. And then number 19, Clemson lost to Georgia Tech. Yeah, that was quite the wild week. That's badass. What year was yeah. that? That was 2014. Oh, right, because you said 12. Mississippi State was number one. That's right. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yep, so that was Dak. I remember that um, that week, in fact. I don't remember that many upsets, but I remember it was a crazy week. So You don't remember Arizona State ranked number eight, lost? <laughs> that seems like so long ago. I actually have that tattooed on me. So Yeah. It really isn't that long ago, though. I know. Yeah. Um... Do you want to do Conference Allegiance? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so this week we're going to just do the conferences together instead of your turn, my turn. We're going to do conference, 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 and we each say like ours when the conference comes up. Because we'll do it alphabetical, because I know you like that, I just want you to tell me the conference. You say conference name, you do your spiel. Let me prepare mine, and then I'll do my spiel next conference. Did you want to do it intense or just normal? I'll just uh, I'll, I'll feed off your energy. Okay, cool. <laughs> you go for it. All right, we're starting with the ACC. You ready? Yeah, you just say ACC, and then you can start talking. I got you. Yeah, uh, North Carolina State Wolfpack. They won this past week 17-14 against in Boston College. Um, puts them at seven and three on the year, and they're heading to Wake Forest. Speaking of Wake Forest, my demon deacon. Oh shit! <laughs> I just exited out of the thing I was gonna read. Speaking of Wake Forest, my six and four demon deacons put a showcase on against Syracuse last weekend, and now they're coming into. 
play home game against NC State. That was terrible. <laughs> that was terrible. They're coming into home game. <laughs> I'm just making this up. I didn't have anything written down. <laughs> okay. All right. We had an American conference? Yeah, let's do it. American. Go. All right. Tulsa sitting at a pretty 2-8 and eight on the year. They just came off a bye week. Uh, lost three of their past – no, lost oof, seven of their past eight games. Um, I guess that's why they're 2-8 on the year. Damn. And they're heading to South Florida, about to be another L. Ooh, I know a team that beat South Florida. My Houston Cougars, after two back-to-back wins, it appears they found their groove. Sitting second in the mighty American West, the Cougs can win out and finish this disaster of a season in a positive light. Mm-hmm. All right. Big 12, Oklahoma State, sitting at 8-2 and two on the year after a win in Ames, Iowa, 49-42. Um, they're playing Kansas State this week for a chance at nine wins. Uh, Kansas State sitting at five and five. Speaking of Ames, Iowa, the Cyclones lost their upset groove against the State Okies, forty-two to forty-nine. With a six and four record, Iowa State is going to be a dangerous bowl team. All right, moving on to the Big Ten. Penn State coming off a win against Nebraska, thirty-five to six. Uh, puts them at eight and two on the year. They're heading to. Oh wait, did I say Nebraska? Sorry, they beat Rutgers thirty-five to six. They're Same team. playing Nebraska this week. Yeah, both. Yeah, actually, their their last three teams are playing. Uh, Rutgers, Nebraska, Maryland, all have four wins. Oof. So, fun little stat. Nice. I still think Minnesota's the worst team in the Big Ten. I don't care what happens. We'll get week. we'll get to Minnesota. Uh, my Purdue Boilermakers. Uh, unfortunate loss to Northwestern. Apparently, Northwestern's a little bit better than we thought. They're now sitting third. They're now sitting four and six, and they could make a bowl game. Technically, it is physically possible. They are playing at Iowa. I don't like their chances. Nah, not not. Uh, I'm not a big gambling man, but if I was, I'd probably gamble against it. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Heading on to the Conference USA, my favorite conference. Actually, not my favorite conference, but maybe fourth favorite conference. Okay, that's a weird thing to say. Go on. <laughs> Old Dominion University uh, got a win, 37-30, to 30, at Florida International, which is a huge win for them. Um, keeping their bowl eligibility alive. Puts them at 4-6. and six. They need the last two games as wins. They are playing Rice this weekend at home. Nice. Who are they playing after that? Um, in Middle Tennessee. So it'll be... They'll, they'll go in. They'll go in five, five and six um, with with their bowl eligibility in the line. Yeah, because Brent Stockstill's back now. Mm-hmm. So, eh. uh, the mighty UTEP Miners are still sitting winless um, after a ten to forty five loss to the now mighty UNT. Um, like Vultures, UTEP just needs to kind of sit back and clean up the mess of this coaching, firing, and hiring. Just Kind of wait for a coach to fall in their lap. All right, on to the MAC. This is my favorite conference. There you go. Also, there's three. There's three MAC games on tonight, which is just awesome. We're finally in that time. Time uh, of year. Oh, action, baby. Uh, speaking of, just quick little update. Eastern Michigan has beaten Miami ten to three. Western Michigan is tied with Northern Illinois fourteen fourteen, and then Toledo Boiling Green just got started, kicked off. Okay, I right. just also before we move on, I do want to say you said Middle Tennessee is playing Western Kentucky. Yeah, on Friday. Oh, it's Western Michigan that's playing Northern Illinois. God damn it. I literally said it right, and I was wrong. Okay, go. All right, cool. Um, Mac, my Central Michigan, 
Chippewas. Uh, nice. Won the last three games, including their last uh, game, which was on last Tuesday uh, against Eastern Michigan, 42-30. to 30. Got them six wins. Actually, they're at seven wins because they just played Kent State last night, and they got the win. Nice. Uh, they put up 42 again. Um, and so that's put them at 7-4 on the year. Last game of the year is maybe, looks like, on Thanksgiving against Northern Illinois. Ooh, Northern Illinois, huh? In case yeah. you're unaware, Northern, Northern Illinois is actually really fucking good. Uh, riding on a 7-3 and three record into tonight's game against Western Michigan, the Huskies are shooting for the Maction title. Because they're first in their division in the Mac. Yeah, yeah. Just, they're 5-1 and one just in, so you know. in the Mac. Right, right, if we're talking conference, yeah, they're 5-1. and one. On to Mountain West. Bum, bum. On to Mountain West. All right, New Mexico. The Lobos, uh, loser Suck. of their last five, six games, <laughs> um, including this weekend's game in uh, Kyle Field in College Station, 14-55 to against Texas A&M. Puts them at 3-7 and seven on the year. Um, and they are playing UNLV this weekend. That's a good one for four and six. That's a good one for someone to hang his hat on right there. That'll keep his job. Um, Utah State cruises through a bye week like champs. Uh, with only can't one, lose on a bye week. No, with only uh, one more win needed for a bowl game, they're facing off against the uh, PC Rainbow Warriors. Awesome. On to the, the Champions Conference, Pac-12. Uh, Arizona State. That's just mean. Arizona State. Lost at UCLA, uh, 37-44. They are heading up to play in Corvallis, Oregon, against Oregon State um, this weekend. Okay. The Washington Wusses waste whatever hope at the pack had at a playoff position in their 22-30 to loss to Stanford. So now they have two mm-hmm. losses. The pack is out. Washington killed them. I guess Stanford killed Washington and then Washington pulled the trigger on the rest of the pack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they turned the gun on everybody else. It was like a Mexican standoff, like in the office, where everybody's facing guns at each other. Stanford fired first, and then everybody died. We'll put down our weaponry on the count of three. One, two, two three. three. Yeah! All right, on to my five and five Ole Miss Rebels. Got that fifth win uh, at home against Louisiana Lafayette, 50-22. to 22. Uh, like I said, puts them at five wins on the year. I'll just keep mentioning that they've got their five and five, um, five wins, five losses, uh, one more win, and they're playing Texas A&M this weekend at home to get to six wins. Okay, and then they're gonna go to a bowl game, right? When they get to the six wins. Yeah, yeah. So right now they're five and five, um, and then usually teams with six wins will get a bowl uh, game. Okay, so they're gonna. They're probably going to go to a bowl game, right? Since they're going to get six wins. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Okay, cool. Um, wow, talk about them Auburn Tigers, baby. Huge upset. Didn't you call this one? Yeah, yeah. This is one of my one of my better picks. We were watching this together. I think yeah, you told me that they were gonna that they were gonna upset them. Um, I called it, it actually. I said I said it was gonna be forty to seventeen. Yeah, I think you got that tattooed on you, right? Yep. Yeah. So it not an un. Just ridiculous upset pick. I mean, Auburn's a great team, no doubt about it. But, um, yeah, that was like a huge win. I just, if you would have told me they're going to beat Georgia, I would have been like, okay, close game. No, 40 to 17. So Auburn just shot Georgia in the face. 
and then Georgia shot everybody else in the face, but Alabama was like sitting above everyone else, like on a lifeguard chair. Mm-hmm. So something like that. But Auburn and Georgia survived the shootout, kind of like in Reservoir Dogs. Um, so they're still kind of crawling around. Like we might still be able to do it. All the while, Alabama's like spitting on them from the lifeguard chair. Mm-hmm. All right, the on, the, right on the Sun Belt. On okay. to the Sun Belt. Um, my favorite. My Georgia, Georgia State Panthers. Uh, riding that three-game win streak puts them at 6-3 and three on the year after a win in San uh, San Marcos against Texas State. 33-30 is probably closer than they hope. Uh, but they have a bye week coming up before they play Appalachian State at home. Oh, speaking of Appalachian State at home, my Appalachian State Mountaineers are 6-4. and four. Um, It says on here they're the first in the Sun Belt, but that's just not true. Hmm. They're not first in the Sun Belt. Anyway, they're six and four. Um, they just beat the very dynamic and threatening Georgia Southern, twenty-seven to six. Probably should have beat them by like <laughs> double that. They're the worst team in the in the whole country, I guess. UTEP. Um, and now they're playing at Georgia Southern. Honestly, did we have to? Did we have to make selections for this game? Um, no, I don't think so. That's weird. Why wasn't that one on here? What game? App State, uh, Georgia Southern, or Georgia State. Well, that game's not until it's oh, not. Oh, that's right. They got a bye week. They got a, They're they're in a bye week right now. This is how much research I did before this. Wow. <laughs> so Georgia State and App State are both going in that game off a of bye. That's interesting. Okay. So um, actually, yeah, I did look up the Sun Belt standings, and it's a three-way tie for first. It's Troy, uh, App State, and Georgia State. That's right. It's a three-way. T- okay. I thought it was Georgia State on top, but never mind. Um. That's going to be a really good fucking game. That game's going to be their conference championship, pretty much, outside of Troy. Well, unless, I mean, yeah, I was about to say, because Troy uh, looks like they've got who they have. They have Texas State. But that they've got a bye week this week, too. At Georgia State? Um, yeah, I don't know. That's going to be a tough one. We're going to have to come back to that next week. That'll be a big game. That'll be actually a really big. Uh, That'll be a badass there. game. I, I actually want to watch that. I love the Sun Belt. So the Sun Belt's the Southern Mac. Like, that's... Anyway, okay, that's it. That's Conference Allegiance. Awesome. Made it. Okay, okay. Uh, you just want to finish this up with our picks? Definitely. Yeah, it's quite the weird week of games. Uh, but if we can get through this week, these last two weeks are going to be just incredible because we've got you know, Alabama playing Auburn. We've got Clemson playing Miami in a few weeks. Well, isn't it two weeks, but just a lot of buys? Yeah. Yeah, three, so. three weeks instead of two weeks. I think it's three weeks, but a bunch of buys. But we'll we'll get to those games when we when we get to them. Yeah, we'll get to those. This week is just weird. Half of these games are are G five, half of them are P five, and then they're all kind of spread out. We we've represented each conference pretty evenly. Okay. Um, it's just an it. unattractive list of games. Yeah. Let's hear it. Starting off, it's uh, actually going on right now. Eastern Michigan at uh, Miami. So I don't know. Uh, you gave us an update earlier. But I picked Eastern Michigan because they beat Rutgers this year. That's like the only reason. Yeah, I've, I'm also going. Um, okay, also going what's Eastern. the score of that? Let's see. It is tied ten to ten <laughs> in the second quarter. Okay, so it wouldn't have mattered anyway. Which one? No. Pick? Yeah. That's fair. All right. Next game is MTSU versus Western Kentucky. Who you got? I'm going Western Kentucky here. Even with their quarterback back? Yeah. Yeah, I, I I understand that. Um, hold on, I had a 
the reason. <laughs> Let's figure out why real quick. So I picked Middle Tennessee just because their quarterback's back. Brent Stockton? So, Stockstill? Stock, yeah. his name is? Yeah, I just, I just think uh, Brent is going to be, even though he's kind of been their lifeblood the past two, three seasons, I'm just hoping that he's a little rusty um, because outside of the last two wins, they did get stomped by Marshall. And I know that Marshall's a good team, but uh, two weeks later, they they barely beat Western Kentucky. So that's kind of the transitive property that I'm basing my pick off of. Wow. I don't fuck with transitive property. That's oh, just, I know. You, you never have. That's a really like immature thing to do. So you're, um, going, you're going MTSU? I am. Uh, UNLV, New Mexico. I've actually gone, yeah, I've gone back and forth on this one, but I ended up, uh, I ended up picking New Mexico before switching back over to UNLV. So I'm final. I'm going to UNLV. Damn. Okay, me too. I thought you were going to go New Mexico. I think New Mexico is garbage. They don't have a chance at a bowl game. UNLV does. So um, they have like a four-year bowl drought, right? So I mm-hmm. think UNLV, UNLV is like going to just be like killing to go to a bowl game. So I think they're just going to be playing their hearts out. And I think New Mexico should just kind of be like, yeah, the season's over. Yeah, I think they've kind of packed up after all these losses that have been piling up. It's like a mental um, thing now where you're just kind of like, the season's over. Like, what are we playing for? The yeah, seniors UNLV's, will get some playing time. They'll, you know. Yeah, they've actually got a pretty legit offense, too. They, they can put up some points. Um, and I've got some confidence they're going to do that against New Mexico. Okay. Moving on to Saturday. Here we go. First game of the day, Cincinnati traveling to Greenville. I would not be in attendance for this game. This is such a terrible game. This is the yeah. the garbage game of the American, which is funny. ECU versus Cincinnati, any other year, sounds like a pretty sweet game. This is no, the yeah. worst game in the conference. This is the epitome of, of this week, though. This is kind of like how this whole week looks. Yeah, the, uh, the American East garbage game, I guess you could call it. Which I just did call it, so that's what we're calling it. So I'm assuming you're going Cincinnati, but I'm not going to put words in your mouth? I'm actually going ECU. Are you? Just because they're home. That's literally the only... I think they're both garbage, and one team is home. So that's why I picked them. Yeah, um, and that is that is a good point. ECU definitely plays way better at home. Mm-hmm. Um, I just... I, I feel like they play good at home at night. That's, ah. that's my only logic. It's okay. a new game. I don't think they're going to be super pumped for it. Well, you uh, go to those games, so I feel like you. There's an unfair advantage. Like you know what times they play better <laughs> yeah. at. So I kind of like, um, fucked yeah. myself over on this one. I didn't yeah, know they were I, in night team. ECU ECU puts up. They, they've got a crazy offense, a crazy defense, in the opposite way. Um, Cincinnati's defense is strong enough. I think they're going to hold them to like under third, under forty, under yeah, probably like thirty-two ish. Well, it's yeah, be I enough. feel like that's yeah. not that hard against ECU. Four Cincinnati scores, yeah. All, all Cincinnati has to do is, you know, put a few touchdowns. Ah, um, uh, that's asking a lot yeah. from Cincinnati. That is true. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> I literally. So you're picking Cincinnati? Mm-hmm. Okay, I literally just picked ECU because of the home field advantage. I can't that's... wait. Okay, I, I can't wait for this next game okay. to to tie my pick. Yeah, you picked Minnesota, didn't you? Yep. Yep. I picked Northwestern. I think Minnesota. I don't care what happened. I still think Minnesota is one of the worst teams in the conference. Yep, so I'm, I'm picking Minnesota here for a number of reasons. One is that they've got five wins right now, and looking at that last game on the schedule is Wisconsin. They know that this is a must-win for them okay, if they want to get bowling. That's a pretty good point. You kind of use my argument uh, against me for the UNLV fans. I put a lot of stock in these 5-1 teams. It's four and 5-1 teams in this last few weeks. That's pretty much like my only, my only reason for picking these games. But also, Northwestern's been on quite the tear lately. 
Uh, they've won five games in a row. Right, because what? Okay, what are we hyping Minnesota up for? Well, other than their win last week uh, against Nebraska, I think their defense is actually legit. Right, but it's Nebraska. Like Northwestern beat Nebraska. Northwestern beat Iowa. I'm just going off a of one week sample size. Yeah, I just. Their know. offense looks like it's actually live, and okay. I know that their defense has been legit all, all season. The Duke loss Northwestern took was in the second week. I'm just chalking that one up to a fluke. Um, their other two losses were Wisconsin and Penn State. They beat Maryland, Iowa, Michigan State, Nebraska, Purdue. They're like a legit team. I just don't see. Yeah, but look at the scores these games. Yeah, what about? After, after, the, after the Maryland win, it's 7-point win, 8-point win, 7-point win. 10 point win what's the word what's the word you said after every number yeah exactly i know that they're putting these teams away but boom i feel like their luck's gonna run out eventually and i feel like this is the week it's gonna happen no such thing as luck in football (laughs) that's that's my philosophy such a terrible (laughs) not even close to true all right um so that was all right so you're at northwestern here i'm writing that down write it down put it in chalk put it in ink all right uh moving to the big 12 this is on espn this just shows the quality of the games this week that ESPN is broadcasting this Texas. Actually, it's not a bad game. Texas, That's not West a bad Virginia. game. That's actually not a bad game. Yeah, Texas at West Virginia. Who you got? I'm going to let you take picking. a wild pit. Yeah, I'm, I'm in agreement with you. I'm going Texas. Mountaineers. What? I'm going long. No, I'm just joking. Yeah, West Virginia, obviously. I, I, I was trying to find a way to pick Texas in this one. Their defense. Just, I mean, that's the only other thing you can. But West Virginia is a really good, like, well-rounded team. That's so, what I'm saying. It's I, at home. It's such. It's so far from Austin. The only way I think the only teams that like UT has the best chance against are heavy offensive teams with like no defense, uh, because they have a pretty pretty great like a heavy run team, right? Because Texas has a good defense that they might be able to hold them and then figure something out with their offense. But West Virginia is too well rounded. So yeah, but now that I'm actually looking at their schedule, Texas, they lost. Pretty close to TCU. They lost really close to Oklahoma they State. Lost they lost close to everybody, yeah. Really close to Oklahoma. They lost really close to USC. Right. Um, they play close to everybody. That's Tom Herman. I mean, yeah, he's a good coach. But I'm sticking with my pick, though. Yeah, I agree. It's Is it in Austin? No, it's in it's in Morgantown. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's a whole other reason. Because, honestly, uh, the the games in Austin this year have just been terrible. Mm-hmm. So that it's a new, Yeah, it's a noon game in Morgantown. Oh, yeah. Okay. Changing changing time zones. I'm 100%. I, I didn't even think that. I thought it was home for Texas. Okay. West Virginia, for sure. Uh, moving on, another Big 12 game, TCU at Texas Tech. This is probably like the second biggest game of the week, I'd say. Uh, TCU's got it. Yeah, TCU. no, I, I just mean in terms of like actual implications. <laughs> no, Michigan-Wisconsin. That's what I'm saying. That's why I think this is the second biggest. Oh, okay. I thought, okay, got it, got it. Um... Yeah, I'm going because to there, I mean, there's a there's a pretty good chance that Texas Tech can pull this out. It's in Lubbock. There's a um, decent chance. I wouldn't say pretty good. I'd say there's a decent chance. So what would happen if, if TCU lost, that would put Oklahoma State in the Big 12 championship? Well, I, that's where I get confused because there's no divisions. It, it's, it's so fucking confusing. Yeah. So let's just assume that this won't be an issue because I'm picking TCU here as well. Yeah, I don't think. That's going to happen, though. I think TCU is going to be pissed that they lost to Oklahoma. They know that they have to win out to play Oklahoma again. Um, in the Get a chance to ruin the, the Big 12's playoff chances. <laughs> and I hope they do. 
Because I've been calling it since like the beginning of the season that something like this would happen. So I hope they do. Um, TCU. I'm going TCU literally from here on out. Just mm-hmm. so you know. That's that's how it's going to be. I'm picking yep. TCU every time. Moving to the Big Ten. This is definitely the biggest game of the week. On Fox, it is Michigan at Wisconsin. It's a noon kickoff. I'm going Wisconsin. Wisconsin's got to win. Yeah. I'm, I'm going Michigan here. Okay. Interesting. I think I think they finally got the the quarterback situation fi- figured out. The defense did has always you, been there. Did you watch them play Iowa? Did I watch Wisconsin play Iowa? This yeah, no, they're legit. The the defense I mean, is just they as good as beat the shit out of them. It was it was bad. And I picked Iowa to win that game. And in the first quarter, I was like, wow, I was fucking wrong. Like Wisconsin yeah. is good. They embarrassed them. So yeah, yeah. Um, after watching that, very, I'm I'm on Wisconsin now. I just feel like uh, Michigan. I feel like is this team that's gonna finish the season out. They've got a chance to really ruin everything because they play Wisconsin and then they play Ohio State. What if they win out and then they get to the Big Ten championship and win that? Like, could you put a two-loss Michigan team in the in the playoff? Uh, well, they mm, could they could work their way back into this conversation. Let's let's assume that Oklahoma loses uh, to TCU again. Iowa's definitely in. Clemson in. Now, nah, because Georgia... Would Wait, Iowa, be. you mean Alabama? What did I say? I said Iowa. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> I, I absolutely... No, Iowa State. Uh, um, no, because I would put Georgia in above them, so no. Dude, I'll... I'll all right, this... Yeah, it's just kind of hard to wrap my brain around, but... I don't think... All right, you're going Wisconsin, I'm going Michigan. Okay. Fresno State, Mountain West. Mountain yeah. West, two o'clock game, no TV network. Oh, just... this is a really good game. Why is there no? This I'm is. I'm sure a... you could find it on one of their conference uh, networks. They're, they're both the second in their division, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, this is definitely one of the bigger G5 games, um, probably this month. Honestly, no, this uh, is like a good game. Um, who'd you pick? It's for, first of all, it's Fresno State, Wyoming. I don't think we mentioned that. Yeah, I did. I think I. Anyway, yeah. Um, but I am going Wyoming here. I'm going I'm Josh going, Allen and that defense. I'm going Fresno State. Yeah, this is this be I think fun they're one legit. Yeah, now Fresno State's like surprisingly good this year. I really didn't they see are. them coming. So Wyoming, Wyoming, they, they're both coming off two game. Well, at least two because Wyoming's won three in a row. Honestly, Wyoming um, has been not as good as people were hyping them up to be, but they're still good. Uh, I'm not trying to take away from their wins. It's just like people were hyping them up to like win the conference. Well, they still uh, have a chance to, to go 9-3. and three. Right, that's what I'm saying. They're still a really good team. I'm not trying to take that away from them. Um, but I would say they just disappointed a lot of people's expectations this season. But they're still really good. Fresno State did the opposite. I don't think people really saw Fresno State coming out this no, year. No, definitely not. And yeah, have. Fresno State's definitely exceeded expectations. Um, what's really interesting is Wyoming's defense – um, has been surprisingly good. unbelievable this yeah. year. Yeah, it, everybody kind of was assuming that Josh Allen would lead that offense and do stuff, but their offense has been pretty garbage. Their defense has been honestly like top twenty in the country. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's just it's at home. I don't know. I'm just I have a better feeling about what I'm in. Okay. All right. Three o'clock. UMass BYU. White talk what about a game. garbage game. <laughs> oh, this game. This game sums up this week. Um, <laughs> who, who you couldn't have like written this better? 
Like this game for this week for this year. No, this yeah, is it's, perfect. It's the two independents, the two independent powerhouses. I picked UMass just because. Fuck it. Who did I even pick here? I went BYU. Yeah, they're at home. They're probably gonna win. But like, how funny would it be if they lost to UMass at home? <laughs> that would just be. Hey, BYU just beat Maine, so got some momentum. Oh shit! And that's pretty close to UMass, so. Yeah, it feels like BYU kind of finally figured something out. How? Yeah, they, they 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 whooped San Jose. They played a close one against Fresno uh, two weeks ago, and then they just beat UNLP on the road. So I don't know. They okay. they're not the team that they're supposed to be, but they're also not, a, yeah. not the team that started the season. Maybe actually, now I'm thinking UMass is that team that's actually played teams really close this year. They almost beat Tennessee. They almost beat Mississippi State. Hmm. So that's true. I'm I'm still sticking with BYU. I'm still sticking with UMass. All right, moving on. Um, Hold on. South Alabama versus Georgia Southern. I mean, is which one's worse? Which game is worse? Mm, probably this one. I don't know. UMass BYU. Uh, okay. Anyway, uh, any I game got, with Georgia Southern. Is I gotta be. go South Alabama just because I can't pick Georgia Southern in good. Conscience. Yeah. This, I don't know why it's on the list. I'm definitely on South Alabama here. Okay. Um, Arizona State at Oregon State. Pac-12 Network. Three o'clock. I went Arizona State. I'm surprised it is even on it with how shitty Oregon State is. Me too. It's lines like this that kind of confuse me. Right. I'm not not sure what's what's going on here. Actually, when we see these, we should start picking a, the opposite team that we think because Vegas always knows something. They do. It seems like they always do. Yeah. Um, Georgia Tech at Duke. It's ACC Network three three thirty kickoff. This one was kind of difficult, but I went with Georgia Tech. Yep. Me too. I hate um, I hate having to pick either for or against Georgia Tech because they're. Such a tricky team to like pin down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they uh, what's their record right now? Georgia Tech, five and four. I guess they had a game canceled. I guess. Um. All right. Um. Big Ten. Purdue at Iowa. It's on the Big Ten Network at three thirty. Yeah, I actually went Iowa. Um, I know Purdue's my team, but I don't, I think Iowa's gonna win. Yep. Me too. I'm picking Iowa here as well. Moving on, New Mexico State at Louisiana Lafayette, five o'clock kickoff. Yeah, um, I'm gonna go to New Mexico State. Are you? Yeah, me too. Really? God damn it! I thought that was like the weird one. <laughs> this uh, yeah, some of these, some of these actually took me a little bit. This one's um, tough. This game was uh, really tough to pick. Yeah, it was Army at North Texas. I wanted to go Army, but I had to go North Texas. I think they're like actually good this year. Yeah, North Texas coming off three straight wins. Uh, Army, on the other hand, coming off of six straight wins and a win against Duke this past week. I'm on Army here. Yeah, not a bad pick. I feel pretty confident about that. Not a bad pick. Uh, next game, Marshall at UTSA. UTSA, the biggest bust of the season, probably. Talk about disappointments. At least Wyoming's still winning. UTSA just looks not good. So I'm going Marshall. Are you? I am going UTSA here. I don't see UTSA winning. Uh, they're not going to go to a bowl game. Well, they just have to win one of these last games, right? They've got five wins? I think yeah. so, yeah. I think they'll beat Louisiana Tech if they don't get by Marshall. But this is actually this is the exact reason I picked them is because it's their last home game. Uh, and Marshall's I just think winnable. Frank Frank, yeah. Wiss, Frank Wilson's just going to get them pumped. And yeah, maybe you're right. But I refuse to believe that. Um, Texas A&M at – you put U of Mississippi on this. What the <laughs> yeah, fuck was that about? <laughs> Just rebranding. You're throwing me off, dude. 
You got the land shark. Now it's U of Mississippi. Um, I gotta go A and M. I don't know why this is even on here. You're going A and M here? Yeah. You know, Ole Miss is favored in this one. What? Yeah. Why? Because they've been playing so much better lately. No, I don't care. A and M. All right. Well, I'm going. I'm going the favorites. Okay. I'm gonna put money on that game, <laughs> like I go did the like, Mississippi yeah. State A and M game. <laughs> Uh, okay, NC State at Wake Forest. This is actually going to be a sweet game, and I wanted to pick my Wake Forest uh, Deacons, but I have to go NC State. Yeah, it's actually um, – so Wake Forest, I think, is a one-and-a-half-point favorite at home. Really? They've got six wins. NC State's got seven. Both just playing really well. I think I think Wake's honestly playing the, the better as of late than the, of the two teams. Um, I'm just uh, – I can't pick against NC State. Okay. I'm going, yeah. I'm going Wolfpack here. We're both going Wolfpack then. Um, Missouri at Vandy. Talk about yep, a team up. that's starting to come out of nowhere at the very end of the season. Yeah, no, Missouri is playing incredibly hot. I'm not sure. This is another one that I'm just confused why this is on here, but I put it on because the line told me to. Okay. So well, I'm going Missouri. I'm going Missouri also. Yeah. Uh, one of our worst predictions probably was saying that Vanderbilt had a chance to go 9-3. and three. <laughs> Why do you have to bring shit up like that? Like, nobody remembers. Like, you, you don't need to mention that. Because these kind of things just get, like, put in my brain forever. I'm not. I'm never going to forget that. <laughs> we're, like, going down the list. We're like, yeah, Florida's a win. Uh, Ole Miss is a win. South Carolina's a win. <laughs> we're just, like, <laughs> oh, looking God. through their entire schedule. Do you really have to, like, go back and do that? Um, okay, so that wraps up the episode. I just really – I wanted to mention this. It's very important. The milkshake is still frozen. Something's wrong with Sonic milkshakes. Put it in the microwave. Listen to that. That shit's frozen. Um, okay. So that's the episode. Kind of lost track. What is this? Episode 21 or something? Who fucking knows? No one really cares. Hope you enjoy uh, my song to finish it up. It's hilarious. Uh, and we'll be back next week. Oh, update. Got a, got a DM from another college football podcast wanting me or you to come on as a guest oh yeah what was the podcast uh, well i can't give them a shout out until we actually come on right okay so we'll keep it sounds a secret good. we'll keep it a secret but it sounds like it's in i will say it's about acc football so you would definitely be the better uh expert if you wanted to cool. peace peace Well, I just heard the news today It's about damn time they asked Mac away I close my eyes, remember the day Naked with a shark, but it wasn't gay With jobs wide open Awful of hindsight Welcome to the stage G5 fears every day With jobs wide open With jobs wide open Well I don't know If Gruton's ready 
be the coach UT wants him to be So Butch, take a breath Before your face explodes Hey, what's your plans? UTEP wants to know A job's wide open All full of hindsight Welcome to the stage G5 fears every day With jobs wide open Now everything has changed Frost is gone Enjoy Houston's pain Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.